Hey, good morning. It's Wednesday morning. I hope you're doing well today. I hope you've had a good uh, good first few days of the week. I know I, I have here, and I, I'm looking forward to another great day here at St. Matthew's to see what God wants to do. I would invite you to join us tonight for our Bible study. You can join us on our website, STMLive. S I, still, I still have in my mind our old website. You can, you can join us on our website uh, for Bible study tonight at stm-umc.org slash live. That's our, our website, stm-umc.org slash live. That's where our Bible study will be tonight. You can also join us on Facebook Live. Uh, we'll share it there as well. So I hope you uh, hope you can be with us tonight for Bible study. We've been going through Josh, um, through Judges. Uh, it's been um, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, uh, James. I got all the J's in my, my, my mind today. We've been in Joshua and Judges for our morning reflections, but uh, no, we're going to actually be in James tonight for our Bible study. So I hope you'll join us tonight for that. It'd be a good time. Uh, James really always convicts me and challenges me to live a holy life for God. So I hope you can um, take some time with this tonight and join us for our Bible study. You're watching anytime. It'll be on our website. We hang it there. And that's a great, uh, you'll be able to go back and watch anytime you'd like. Um, today we're going to be, uh, you know, we've been in Joshua and Judges. That's, I think that's why I have that in my brain. Uh, Joshua and Judges, the last few days for our reflections. Today we're going to go into our gospel lesson for today, which is Matthew's reading. Um, so I want to read to you today um, from Matthew. Um, we're going to read verse, uh, this is Matthew 27. We're going to read verses 45 through 53. Matthew, um, 54 actually. Uh, Matthew 27, 50, 45 through 54. From noon on, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. About three o'clock, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eli, 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 Samaxia, Samaxia. I never can say that one right. My Aramaic is not very strong. Um, that is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of the bystanders heard it, they said, this man is calling for Elijah. At once, one of them ran and gave and got a sponge, filled it with some sour wine, put it on a stick, and gave it to him to drink. But the other said, wait, let us see whether Elijah will come to save him. Then Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and breathed his last. At that moment, the curtain on the temple was torn in, top, torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook and the rocks were split. The tombs were also opened, and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. After his resurrection, they came out of the tombs and entered the holy city and appeared to many. Now when the centurion and those with him who were keeping watch over Jesus saw the earthquake and, and all that took place, they were terrified and said, Truly, this was God's son. Um, that is the uh, account of the uh, death of Jesus in Matthew 27. And um, so I was reading this morning, um, thinking about what passage to reflect upon. I was drawn to this one uh, for a couple reasons. Um, but um, the, the, the first thing that drew, it, drew me to this passage today was something really in light of um, where we find ourselves in the midst of COVID. Um, and that was um, verse 51. It says, At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook. The rocks were split. Uh, the, the curtain there referencing uh, that was torn in two from top to bottom was the, was the curtain that separated the Holy of Holies from the rest of the of the of the temple area, and when and there's something deeply symbolic about that curtain being torn, because when that curtain was torn, there was no longer the separation between the holy of holies and everything else. But now at this point, everyone the the holy of holies was with 
I'm not gonna say it was free to access. I mean, it's not like folks could just wander in the holy through the holy of holies at that point because that's not what happened. But there's a deeply there's a deeply deep symbolic import here that now the holy of holies is no longer separate from everything else, and that everyone has access to the holy of holies, which we see really happen at Pentecost Sunday when the Holy Spirit came down and the the gospel was proclaimed in all languages and um, God through the spirit dwells within us. And so now you and I, the Holy of Holies is not some magical mystical place far away, but the Holy of Holies is within us. It's interesting. I, you, you know, I've been to um, the Holy Land many times. I've been blessed. I've, I've made several trips there. Um, and um, one of the things that is unique about um, the Holy Land to me is that, yes, we have in the Holy Land as Christians, we have sacred spaces. Um, the Church of the Holy Sepulchre to me is always very powerful. Uh, that's the traditional spot of Jesus' uh, crucifixion, what we just read about here. Um, that's holy to me. Um, the... Um, the, the church of the nativity where the traditional spot of his birth is is holy to me. It's a traditional spot where we honor that. There's other spots I love there. I love my last trip. I was able to go to this, to the little church in Samaria where the woman, uh, where she, uh, where she, uh, drank, was drinking, was from the well. I drank water from that well, which is pretty cool to think about where Jesus met her. Um, there are all these, um, all these amazing places in the Holy Land. But the holiest place for us as Christians is not some church in Jerusalem or Bethlehem or Samaria. The holiest place for us here at this point is not St. Matthew's or whatever the church that you attend or you're a part of. But for, for us as Christians, the holiest place for us is right here in our hearts. I preached Sunday on um, the testimony of God. That God's test that we have this testimony of God in our hearts. That for us as Christians, the holiest place in all the world is right here. And goodness gracious me, I mess with every fiber of my being not gathering together with you on Sunday mornings. It kills me. It makes me sad. It may it just makes me sad. I mean, I'm not I'm gonna be very honest with you, it just makes me sad. Uh, one Sunday a few weeks back. Holly was Zooming with her Sunday school class, and she asked me, was I going to come? And Zoom was like, no, I'm not going to come today. She's like, well, not? And I, I didn't tell her, but I told her later. So the reason I didn't want to come Zoom that day was just seeing my people who I love and not being going to be with them just made me sad that day. And I just just made me. So I miss not being with you. I do. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get back to in-person stuff. And not just in-person stuff, but like it used to be, you know, uh, you know. And I know that day is coming. I know that. <clears throat> the Bible's full of instances where um, we hope, you know, uh, we're in our rooted in Christ right now in the mornings. We're talking about Hebrews 11. And they hope what they haven't seen. And so it's going to be fine. I, I, I'm not worried about that. It's going to be fine. It, it is. It's going to be fine. But even when we're, <clears throat> we're back together in a normal way, St. Matthew's is not the holiest place in the world. Right here. Because in your heart, you have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. 
You are the temple of the Holy Spirit, what Scripture teaches us. So the holiest place in all of creation is not a church place. The holiest place in all of creation is inside your own heart. It's inside of you. It's inside of me. For we're the temples of the Holy Spirit. God is with us, no matter where we are. And so, to me, the significance of this, this um, passage is that when you combine it with it, Pentecost Sunday, we all have access to the Holy Spirit. And I, I think about this a lot, that honestly, you don't need me. I, I try to do a lot to help you grow your faith and be accessible and give you con content, give you devotionals and reflections and ways that you can uh, hear God's word. But through the Holy Spirit, you have all the access to the word of God that you need. You don't really need me. You don't. And I hope that when we emerge from COVID, our faith will be stronger because we've had to do the, the work of reflecting ourselves and the work of studying ourselves, the work of reading the word of God ourselves, the work of motivation ourselves, the work of listening ourselves. I hope this has grown our faith uh, and that if we look in scripture, that's what happens in valleys. Valleys is where our faith grows. Valleys is where our faith grows. That way we can climb the mountain that's coming because God's got a mountain for us to climb, y'all. There's something big and awesome coming, and it's in this season where we are doing the hard work that we build our muscles to be faithful to climb the mountain that God has for us. So when he was crucified, the curtain was torn, and access to God was given to all of us. So my prayer for you today is that you understand the access to God that you have. That you take time today to listen to God in your own life. That you take time to read the word in your, in your own life. To listen for what God wants to say to you in it. You have all the access to God today that you need. You have as much access to God as any Christian throughout human history. So my prayer is that for you and for me, that no matter where we find ourselves, we take time to truly seek to find God in this moment. Hey, I love you guys. I'm praying for you and I'm here for you. Like, like I said, you don't need me. But I hope that can be a help to your journey. So if you have a question or you need a pastor, need somebody to talk to, reach out to me. I'm here for you. I really am. Love you guys. Hope you have a great day today. We'll see you tomorrow morning.